Hello everyone and welcome to the Rich Witch Podcast and my name is Renata Daniel and I am your host for this podcast where we talk all about mindset, manifestation and the law of attraction and all things that go with it and we are currently reading a book by Susan Jeffers called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway and we're going to head into some more of her chapters and talk about some of the things that she actually writes in this book about what fear is. So we're going to go into some exercises today in this episode uh, about fear and what fear can actually prevent us from doing and why sometimes we choose that as a way to escape things that we don't really like or that we're not sure how they are going to uh, come out in the end. And so let's, let's go to these and let's see. Let's see what they say to us. And again, take what you feel is useful for you and leave the rest. You may find that if you re-listen to this at some point in time, um, there are other bits of it that will make sense to you at that particular time and ring true. But these are all conversation starters. They're all uh, aspects of this particular book that I feel would be of interest to you and that will spark your curiosity about why you do the things that you do or why you don't do the things that you do. So she says, list all of the payoffs you get from staying stuck in some aspect of your life. Why don't you ha- what don't you have to face? What don't you have to do? What comfort do you get? What image? Do you get to hold on to? Be as honest with yourself as you possibly can. When you are aware of what you are doing, you will automatically discard a lot of your robot-like behavior. You will lead yourself instead to be instead of being led. So the next thing is be aware of all the options you have during the course of a given day. When you are confronted with a difficult situation, sit down and write in a notebook. All that is possible, all the possible ways you can act and feel about it. Close your eyes and picture yourself happy about it, then sad about it, then outrageous, then humorous, then heavy, then light and so on. And you will begin to see how easy it is to change your point of view and your feelings. You are in control. Each time you are upset, be conscious of the alternatives available to you. Again, make it a a game. In no way should you put yourself down for being upset. It's a great clue as to where you need to begin taking responsibility. Also start noticing what you say in conversations with friends. This is a big one. See if it includes a lot of complaining about other people, such as, would you believe that Jill was late for dinner again? We had the biggest fight right in the restaurant. If this sounds similar, see if you turn the situation around so that you can learn something new about yourself. For example, I notice that when Jill is late, I begin to feel angry. I wonder why I feel angry that way. I think it's because she doesn't seem to have any respect for my time. On the other hand, part of me likes it. It makes me feel superior always to have something to gripe about. 
Now, in a notebook, list the many choices available to you that can change presently upsetting experiences into positive ones. Now, let's use the example that we used above about Jules' lateness. And what choices could you make? You could stop meeting with her. You could arrive later, knowing she'll be late. could bring some interesting reading material and relax. If meeting on time is essential, you could simply tell her that if she's not there by an agreed-upon hour, you will not wait. There is no reason for anger. The key is not to blame others for you being upset. This is not to condone the behaviour of others, but simply not to allow it to be the source of your emotional feelings. In every situation, there are at least 30 ways to change your point of view. Make this another game. The change your point of view game. Play it with a friend. Having a growth buddy is very nourishing. Begin to look at the gifts you have received from what you have always looked at as a bad situation. For example, if you are still hurting from a divorce, begin to focus on the good things you had during the marriage and the good things that have come about as a result of the divorce, such as new friends, new ways of dealing with money, freedom, less dependency. And the last one. This one is really tough. See if you can go one week without criticizing anyone or complaining about anything. You will be surprised how difficult this is. You will also be surprised to learn how much complaining and criticizing you do. By the way, When you ultimately stop putting down other people in your lives, it may seem as if you have nothing left to talk about with your friends. Griping is a habit and needs to be replaced by something more positive. This takes a bit of time and ingenuity, but it will be far more satisfying and joyful. Now let's go into the seven ways to reclaim your power. Number one, avoid casting blame on an external force for your bad feelings about life. Nothing outside yourself can control your thinking or your actions. Number two, avoid blaming yourself for not being in control. You are doing the best you can and you are on the way to reclaiming your power. Number three, be aware of when and where you are playing the victim role. Learn the clues that tell you that you are not being responsible for what you are being, having, doing or feeling. Number four, familiarize yourself with your biggest enemy, your chatterbox. Use the exercises that have been mentioned to replace it with a loving internal friend. Number five, figure out the payoffs that keep you stuck. Paradoxically, once you find them, you will probably be able quickly to become unstuck. And believe me, guys, that is so true. Uh, We do do things to make us stuck so that we don't have to move on because sometimes even the thought of moving on or moving beyond your comfort zone is so fearful that you will do anything not to do it. So you just can continually repeat the old patterns. At least you know what the result's going to be there. So number six, determine what you want in life and act on it. Stop waiting for someone to give it to you. You'll be waiting a long time. Oh yes, 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 yes. 
This is vital. And number seven, be aware of the many choices you have in both actions and feelings in any situation that comes your way. Choose the path that contributes to your growth and makes you feel at peace with yourself and others. So in conclusion, in this short episode, this has been about reclaiming your power and taking responsibility for your actions and your feelings and not playing the victim, uh, not taking the opportunities that you have seen in the past to wallow in self-pity or to blame others for making you upset or not following a particular pattern or doing what you want them to do in a particular time frame and then saying well that's upset you for some reason also find out what that upsetness actually is give give it a name what is the actual emotion that you're feeling are you feeling resentment are you feeling ashamed are you feeling disempowered Are you feeling not acknowledged? There are a lot of ways that you can explain the word angry and what anger actually is. Um, And they can be all of those that I've just mentioned and even more. So look at what it is that's triggering you to feel upset or feeling fearful and Look at really naming exactly what it is because you may find that actually if you dig down deep enough, um, it's not just anger that you're feeling, it's a particular type of anger and that might be something that is continual for you. It is that same type of anger that comes up every time you get in a particular situation or have to face a particular situation. So taking responsibility for your part in any of the things that happen to you that cause you uh, emotional upset or unrest is really important because it does give you uh, a clear view of what part in it you take or what part in it you don't take um and it's 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 a good exercise to look at other people's relationships not in a judgmental way but in a curious way to look at what is going on in their lives and how you feel they are handling or not handling things. We we are actually great at dissecting other people's relationships. We're not so great at taking um, our own advice and dealing with what is happening in our relationships in the same way that we would dish out advice to other people's. Um, It's like watching something on TV and going, I know exactly what she's thinking or what he's thinking and what he has done and why they've done it, and I would never put up with it. But it's actually quite amazing what we tell ourselves when it comes to our relationships with people and what we are prepared to put up with. And I've heard many, many stories um, over the years that I have done uh, psychic readings for people and I am always amazed at what women will put up with and what they will then cover up um, with the buts and the ifs and the it only happened once and um, it was probably my fault or I had something to do with it and this is where we take on the blame for things happening when it wasn't really our fault 
And that's another thing that you have to really look at. How many times do you take the blame for what other people have done when it's not actually your fault? What what process do you go through to make that decision and make that happen in the end? What's going on for you? What are you protecting or what are you fearful that will happen if you don't do it? So again, all of these questions go back to you and how you perceive the world that is around you and how you perceive yourself in the world. And these are shifts that all need to be taken, looked at and shifts taken so that you can move into a greater space of empowerment so that you can have a life that you want to have running by your rules and nobody else's. So have a think about all of that. Uh, We will continue with this book. There's a few more chapters to go before the end of the month. And of course, someone uh, who is listening to all of these podcasts and part of my Rich Witch Club will take ownership of this book at the end of the month. I will be um, choosing a winner and it will be going to you. So until then, have an enjoyable week ahead and I'll see you next time on the podcast. Bye for now.